Do you want a surefire way of getting more people to say yes to your quotes or bids? Now in today's podcast, we're talking through how to skyrocket the yeses you get. Welcome to the Profitable Tradie Podcast, where we talk about hands-on strategies that you can use in your plumbing, electrical, or similar service business to make more money, get some time back, and make your business less reliant on you. Hope you enjoy, and don't forget to follow. Hi, I'm your host, Tony Fraser-Jones, and welcome to the Profitable Tradie Podcast. Now today, I'm hanging out with my sidekick, Phil Smith. Now, Phil's the COO here at Profitable Tradie. Phil, what are we uh, kicking around today? Mate, this is one of my favorites. We are talking about sales. So how to get more jobs easily, how to get people to say yes once your quote or bid is given. And the big thing we're gonna focus on is the importance of following up your quotes. So definitely something dear to my heart. Yeah, there's gold in them, their hills, no, no doubt about that. And that's for sure. This is uh, this is really important. It comes up a lot uh, you know, when we're talking with, uh, with business owners, whether it's a plumbing business, electrical business, painting, tiling, glazing, landscaping, whatever we all need to do uh, put bids or quotes out there so getting yeses is important and if you spend a lot of time pricing and 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 you know putting uh, quotes or bids out there and don't win them uh, it's annoying because you haven't got the work but it's doubly annoying because you've wasted a whole lot of time as well and more importantly Tony it's it's expensive like yeah. I mean like the time that you're wasting all that has an opportunity cost and all that has a you know a, a price tag attached to it so um, yeah I mean I could spend ages you know doing more and more and more quotes more and more bids uh, you know pricing more and more work um, or I could just get people to say yes more often and, and do half the amount yeah I know which one uh, works better for me and and the <laughs> other sure. thing with the other thing with this Phil I think that's that's massively important and we you know when we talk to business owners it's like oh well I don't have enough work I don't have enough jobs or I need more work and the usual sort of thing is like oh well maybe i need to do some more marketing yeah i need to you know do some google ads or i need to do some more facebook or insta or pinterest linkedin or whatever it is uh but the the sad reality is uh, often businesses have enough leads they're just not closing enough of them yeah and so it's massive you i can't tell you how often i see this the other big one i see is Hey, Phil, I'm in a bit of a cash flow slump. You know, things are at times are hard. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in the hole with the ATO or the, you know, yeah. IRD or her IRS, IRS, whatever it is. But yeah. in this case, um, yeah, they, they they need that money. And the first thing I ask them is, I'm like, hey, can you just tell me how much you've got in outstanding quotes right now? Oh, 80 grand. I'm like, okay, what do you think would happen if you closed half of those? Oh, well, all my cash flow worries would be solved. I'm like, well, why are you on the phone to me? <laughs> Should That's be on right. the phone to everybody else. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's it's massively important. And uh, look, about 12, 13 years ago, when I was first getting involved in um, in doing what we do now, I, I remember talking with a with a client, and uh, the guy's name was Peter, and they had a concrete contracting business. Now they were in exactly that position, short of work, uh, super stressed about keeping his team busy, so they. Uh, did concrete driveways for homes so not big projects but you know anywhere from three to sort of ten fifteen thousand dollars yeah and uh, didn't know where the next job was coming from and I was like okay that sounds tricky I said well Peter like how many how many quotes have you got outstanding at the moment and he said I got nine and I said well you know how are you getting on with those how many have you followed up none like okay well Maybe there's an opportunity here. What I want you to do is just get on the phone and uh, and ask how they're getting on with the quote. Uh, wasn't particularly sophisticated in those days, and we have <laughs> a much better process now. Script has come a long yeah, way. We have, there's a script and there's a way to do this, but uh, 
called back two days later Peter and I talked he'd got five of those jobs yeah uh, very excited definitely I bet he was uh, so you know problem solved uh, he thought he needed to spend a whole lot of money on marketing but really it was a sales problem mm. yeah that's right so I think the real big problem here you know which which I'm hearing which I've seen is is like look is it a is it an unsureness of what to say or for me it just it feels like maybe people are nervous to actually pick up that phone and, and they think they're going to get a no and, and maybe they're just a bit scared you know but, I, I, but fearful yeah I think I think that's part of it I think if we you know we, we, we learn as business owners in the you know the, the trades in the construction service industry is that we learn how to do jobs we learn to be good with our hands we learn to work hard but I'm not sure we're always taught how to be a salesperson and you know when you think of sales and, and if you're listening maybe if you're honest with yourself and you think about sales what do you think of do you think of like you know a greasy used car salesperson or a uh, real estate uh, person or maybe uh, an insurance uh, salesperson and <laughs> yeah, so there's yeah, there's not a good um, feeling about it and you feel awkward yeah uh, definitely yeah and and you maybe you fear getting told no you know rejections a big thing in sales mm. um, so yeah, we, we have to understand that if we're in business, we're actually in sales. Nothing happens until a sale is made. Yeah, that's right. Every single business, every single business is in sales. Because if they don't make sales, they don't have a business, they just have an idea. That's right, 100%. So, look, if you if you don't have a good system for sales, particularly following up, it's tough. You, you are going to spend a lot of time that's wasted on pricing because right. you won't close as many as you want. You get a lot less people saying yes. Uh, you'll have to spend more money on marketing because you'll need more leads to get the number of jobs you want. And you know, at the end of the day, your business growth will be slower and more painful, a lot more painful than it needs to be. Mm. Uh, if you get it right, you're going to get more yeses. You, your pricing time will be more effective, so you, you know, you just have to spend less time pricing. Uh, you'll make more money, and everything gets easier when you've got work in front of your team. It yeah. takes away, you know, massive amount of stress. That's right, and I mean, it's it's like so everything, Tony. Like every little thing is easier when you know you've got that cushion of work. It just gives you confidence, and and that's the confidence that you need, not just to, you know, price your work competitively. It's not just the confidence you need to market more and sell more. Even if you've got difficult conversations you need to have with the team, or you've got some internal situations happening, or maybe you know things are piling up in the office or whatever it is it could be anything if you're full of confidence because you know there's plenty of money coming through the door and there's plenty of work in the pipeline um you're actually just going to attack everything better and you're just going to enjoy your business a lot more yeah shoulders are back instead of shoulders being slumped you know it's, it's yeah that's just, right it's a mojo thing right yeah that's right yeah so how do you actually get this right i think there's a, a really important um shift in, in our attitude that uh that you know we need to make and that is that understanding that sales is what we do and sales simply is it's professionally helping people to buy to solve a problem yeah simple as that so nothing happens until a sale is made it's our job to professionally help our clients to buy and the thing that blows me away about this and I know we've talked about this is a lot of our clients actually hopeless at making decisions yeah yeah they procrastinate they make excuses and it's our job to help them Put, you know, get this project over the line, whatever it is, whether it's a small project, maybe it's just changing a hot water cylinder, or maybe it's a large project, a whole re- you know, landscape in the garden or a, a renovation or, of the bathroom or whatever it is. Yeah. So it's our job to professionally help them to, to solve their problem. 
definitely. And you know, one thing I hate, Tony, is I hate all the sales euphemisms. You know, when somebody's got a different title for the salesperson. I mean, I understand it's necessary, but at the end of the day, there's nothing dirty about it. And I think that's the big key. Like, a lot of the time, we can feel like it's dirty or sleazy, or maybe it's being manipulative, or maybe I'm making someone do something they don't want to do. But end of the day, none of that's true. Like, people aren't silly. Um, you don't have mind control powers and you can't make somebody do something they don't want to do. They're going to do what they want to do and they're going to buy what they want to buy and people buy stuff they don't need every day. It's not to do with need. Sometimes it's not even to do with want. It's to do with it felt right at the time and I think the big thing with that is all you're helping them do is to actually complete what they want to complete and achieve what they want to achieve, solve what they want to solve. That's it. Yeah. Filling the blanks for them so that they can make the decision they wanted to make anyway. And they might as well do the project with you because then at least you know they're going to get a good result yeah that's right that's right because end of the day if you don't push for it and someone else does and they go with someone else well you have yeah. the mercy of that, that someone that's else. exactly right so the way i think about it is that uh sometimes we feel like that as a business owner you know as the as the business owner we feel like we're at the mercy of the client's decision making process you know they'll say yes if they're going to say yes well that's actually not true Hmm. we need to turn that around and understand that the client is actually at the mercy of our sales process and our skill as a salesperson definitely and so we can control the yes way more than most people think yeah I also think it's important here to to understand like if you ever do get a little bit queasy about it we've all got experiences we've had with with, you know pushy salespeople and they're easy to focus on but also try to remember what it's like having the opposite what happens when you walk into a shop and no one says anything to you, no one comes up to you? What happens when you've got something that you really want to buy but the guy won't call you back, the girl won't call you back, or there's a big piece of knowledge you're missing and, and you just can't seem to get it from anywhere? Super frustrating. Very frustrating. So let's, um, how about we just jump in and talk about how to follow up? Cause, let's do it. Yeah, yeah I yeah. think that, that that's important. Um, the first thing that uh, I think with your sales is to actually have a process so what are the steps in the process and uh, we don't need to go into all of that today but it's like okay well what what's the inquiry process yeah you know how how do you how do you qualify people what scripts do you have what do we ask what do we say yeah what do we say how do we take the details Hmm. um what's the qualification process how do we make sure that this person is you know good to work with what's our process when we actually do a site visit which is actually a sales visit yeah yep what's our process when we put the quote or the tender or the bid together Hmm. what's our follow-up process yeah, that's what we'll talk. That's about what today. we'll talk about today. And then what's your after-sales service process as well? How do you actually wow the clients? So mm-hmm. follow-up. Let's jump into that because I think, you know, if you want to start anywhere with sales, that's the easiest place to start because it costs you nothing, yeah. absolutely nothing to fix up apart from a bit of time and effort. That's right. That's right. I mean, getting more leads is tough. Um, and focusing on redoing your scripts is difficult. You know, there's a lot of moving parts, but the follow-up is super simple, and you can get results instantly. Yeah. So but basically, to follow up well. You just have to toughen up and do it. That's right. Sales is a contact sport, so get involved. It is, 100%. Yep. Uh, and so there, there really, I, I see four ways you can follow up. Uh, you can follow up via SMS and text, Yeah. Uh, which is which is cool. I mean, people, okay. yeah, people definitely receive those. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you can follow up via email, yep. again, which is definitely better than doing nothing. It's professional, but sometimes unseen. Unseen. Uh, and it's not dynamic. You can't have a conversation. That's right. Uh, you can follow up via phone. Oh, love the phone. Love the phone. That's like an ATM a cash machine and you can follow up in person yeah now follow up in person obviously is is probably best but it's super super time consuming and it's difficult to to leverage so um, what I think we'll focus on today mate is phone because I think that's the 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 killer way if you can use the phone or if we can create a system where your team even better uh, follows up then 
then that's great. The thing with the phone is sales is a contact sport so you can have a conversation and you can problem solve yeah on on in a dynamic real-time basis with text and email it's slow yeah definitely and you lose tone and body language and tony another thing here that i really want to get at is is on the phone you can't be ignored and for you introverts out there i know you like to send a text and i know (laughs) you like to send an email because hey it's low pressure if they don't reply you're like oh well maybe they're getting back to me maybe they're busy maybe whatever hey maybe you're just being ignored mate like honestly if someone's not replying to you uh, there's just as much chance because they don't want to or or they're just busy and they're just it's just yeah. not a high priority right now but if you're on the phone it or it becomes Tony, more of a priority that's the same thing yeah they still don't want to right yeah. it might not be that they don't want to at all maybe they want to at some stage but they don't want to right now in comparison to other stuff they're doing yeah. if you get them on the phone you can actually have a conversation and maybe that comes up yeah yeah, that's right. You can then you have figure that out. So the key thing with the phone is I know uh, most people will send their quotes and bids out via email. Well, the first thing is you want to follow up uh, the day you send the, um, the quote or the bid or at least the day after. No more. And the reason for that, the first thing, absolutely critical, what happens with email? Well, it doesn't get open sometimes or gets ignored. You get ignored. 300 more and it gets buried. Okay. Now, so you want to follow up... Uh, immediately so that you can make sure that they've actually got the email got the information and so uh, we have a script for you know what to say uh, the first piece of that script is always uh, you know just wanting to see that you've got the quote yeah that's super it. simple yeah uh, and if they haven't then you can resend it you can deal with that right then and there exactly uh, and then when you're talking with with the person you want to say hey have you got any questions about the solution so have a conversation yeah great the next really important part when you're on the on the phone is to create some scarcity and urgency uh, this works brilliantly so you want them to realize that you've got limited spots to get the job done and that will have a very powerful psychological effect on helping them make a decision because people hate to miss out on something definitely that um, that otherwise they think they can have and so you can try something along these lines you can say hey look we're really busy over the next four weeks but we do have some space early next week where we can fit your job in would you like us to book it in simple as that gotta ask though tony that's yep. the big thing don't leave it hanging yep. i hate when ask. someone says i've got only a couple slots left and they go so and the customer goes so and nothing happens i ask would you like me to book it in you know get a result yeah so actually ask uh and then look if they're not ready to make a decision then then you uh you know you make another time for when they will be ready and you follow up again yeah uh and and you keep following up the thing about the phone is you can have the conversation you can problem solve and find it hey if you didn't quite hit the mark with what they wanted or maybe the budget's not quite right or or whatever it is yeah so you can you can problem solve then you want to follow up again uh you know ideally within seven days and uh take it you can take a pretty similar approach again you can use the scarcity and urgency and if you still haven't got them to a decision there's a line that you can use that i find works absolutely it goes gangbusters and and it's this uh okay so seriously although where are you at with the project you ask them that and then um the last most powerful piece is to say hey so what do we need to do to get this job underway for you yeah so what do we need to do to get this job underway for you and just leave it there yeah super important you'll find some you know a lot of people just will tell you 
yeah what what the actual hold up is and then you can problem solve again yeah now one little caveat with that tony is if they give you um, a really specific thing then it's something you can deal with if they say oh look i'm not really sure man everything's actually pretty good i, I just yeah i just need a bit more time then you just say hey i'm not really understanding what do you need more time for like push on it you know if they can't give you a straight answer or if they say hey i'm not really sure like everything seems good i'll be like cool well, let's lock it in and let's let's book a time and if they still won't, then probably what they're trying to do is they're trying to tell you that something's wrong. So push. Don't just leave it. I hate seeing people follow up and they say, hey, have you thought about it? And the person goes, yeah, I'm still thinking about it. Oh, I need more time to think about it. Okay, you think about it. It's a waste of time conversation. What are you thinking about? How long do you need? What's holding you up? You know, let's let's have a bit of a chat. What do we need to do to get this across the line? You know, get a result. Because end of the day, if there is something that's holding them up, it's not doing them any good either. It's better to surface it, talk about it, and you might find it's not a fit, and that's okay. At least you stop wasting each other's time. Another good one I like is just to say, if you don't get anywhere with that line, is just to end it by saying, well, hey, man, look, I don't want to be the one who keeps pestering you, so I feel like there's something that either you're not telling me or maybe this just isn't really for you at the moment. Um, I'd rather you just tell me now because if you do, um, then hey, I don't have to follow you up and you don't have to get pestered by me. I don't want to be that guy. And at that point, they might say, nah, look, it's actually just blah, blah, blah. And then cool, let's talk about that and let's get this across the line. And that's the key thing. With a phone call, you can have the conversation. Exactly. Uh, and, and that helps you unearth the objection and you can problem solve. And remember, sales is professionally helping people to buy to solve a problem. So that's our job. Yeah, exactly. It's not about being pestery. It's about helping them get what they want. 100%. And that has the happy side effect of being great customer service and also great for our business because we get the work get the profit and uh, we don't spend a whole lot of time pricing stuff that doesn't turn into into work that's it good sales good <laughs> good sales chat all right let's land this plane all righty so first thing is uh if you if you need more work think about the sales process rather than the marketing map out your sales process what are the steps in the process and focus on the follow-up there is just gold in the follow-up Thanks for listening. Now, if you enjoyed the podcast, there's four ways we can help your business. Number one, grab a free copy of my book called The Profitable Trading, and it's at profitabletradybook.com forward slash podcast. Two, join my free Facebook group at profitabletrady.com forward slash group. Three, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Just search Profitable Trady in the YouTube search bar. Or four, book a free 15-minute phone call to find out about our coaching programs at profitabletrady.com forward slash podcast call. Or if you can't remember any of that, just check out the session notes.